sorry, don't you mean Wokeman? Uh, oh no. no. I, I watched I watched Cosmonauts video. Me too. Um I, I, Yeah. And it was it was interesting. And the sad um, thing also, is I saw those I saw videos like that popping up in my feed. Yeah. It's like it's like one of them however, this title is effective. Don't Watchman. That was that was like okay, I hate you. <laughs> my favorite thing but, um ryan who's in the chat like he posts memes and stuff all the time it's like i don't want my comics to be a little political i'm gonna go back and read my old x-men and original watchman comic that was yes. really good <laughs> yes. like I, i'll be the first to admit when i first heard about this i'm like I, I trust Damon Lindelof for the leftovers but that was about it yeah i, I mean, mean, I mean my, my my initial reaction was Fuck you. Like that too. Yeah. yeah. I mean to be more harsh, but yeah. it's also been like watchman fatigue between like the comics. Right. Watchmen. Between yeah. Doomsday Clock and Doomsday Clock and Doomsday Clock. Do you think Doomsday right. Clock well, will even, come out before this show is over? The season? No, it won't. even think about even, that today. <laughs> even before Doomsday Clock was going on, they they did the very stupid idea of doing before Yeah, Watchmen that was comics. what, like five years ago? something like yeah, that i think it's like a longer. decade ago maybe but yeah and I don't get me wrong them, so though, yeah, no they're something. they're worth checking out they're a varying quality but they were wholly unnecessary and I, I just mean comics in general that's, oh, oh that's, okay. okay i was starting to read comics and the, then that was I happening for, i so, forgot you don't you yeah. don't read specific comics it's yeah. just occasionally comics yeah, yeah. which i do I mean, think is important to talk about because the show is I don't know why they like lied about all this bullshit, but it's a sequel to the book. Mm-hmm. It's a sequel to the book, but I understand. I understand why they had to phrase it so weird. It's not. It's not a direct sequel. It's. It's but at the same pretty time, much is a direct sequel. No, it is. It is. It's thirty years after the comic took place. Mm-hmm. There is no question about it taking place no, in the same universe, you know, and the events of the comic yes, took place. Yeah, it is. It is a sequel in that sense, but in the sense of like continuing the plot of the previous story. No, it's a con- there was, telling yeah, that there was story. No, there was no plot to continue after that. Exactly. Yeah, it's done. Well, it, exactly. does, it, it does continue like, some plot lines. It continues like it continues with, some of the ideas. What happened yeah. with Warstrack's like, journal, the world knows about mm-hmm. uh, Vite. Right. And other characters are showing up, but like this is a sequel in the same way that like Thor the Dark World is a sequel to Iron Man 3. Like yeah, it's a continuation of that story. It, it's um, in the same universe, and it has some of the same. I would say it's more characters like, vaguely. I think it's more like Iron Man three being a sequel to Avengers. Yeah, but even yeah, sure, even then, well, yeah. Let's, even then. let's not get bogged down in the weeds over the semantics <laughs> of if it is a proper sequel. No, but I, here's the thing: it's important. I understand Lindelof wanting to like not say for sure, wanting to be vague about it. I think it, it's okay, but the problem is he he never said the same thing about it twice. Yes, yeah, that's a, yeah. Think, he should have just shut up, as yeah. I've said many times. I think he was trying. He should have just not said anything. Preemptively stop <laughs> whatsoever. Stop internet hate. But did not help himself. Right. No. He, yeah. Well, his... and here's here's the thing, and this goes back to um, some of the the weirder studio reactions, like Sony sending uh, Paul Feig. He's Feig, right? He's not Feige. No, um, Paul Feig. Yes. Paul, Paul Paul Feig out to be like the first line of defense against internet trolls and critics was like the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen anyone do. Um, and yeah. 
these studios should not send their directors out to face the press because yeah. they just yeah. get eaten alive. Well, just yeah. or not even director, but writer and producer. Yeah. And stop like, talking. Like, Shut yeah, up. Don't, Those don't send. Don't send <laughs> yeah. your head creative out. Like not that yeah. early in the process. No, no not especially exactly. of anyone for you're, you're talking about Ghostbusters, right? Yes. Yeah, of well, anybody yeah, in and that and movie and was, why it's being attacked, you send out the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. exactly. Why would you send out the guy? You send, you, you send yeah. out Kate McKinnon to verbally or ev- Melissa McCarthy them with comedy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Either one of them would have done a better job than anything that guy did. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially yeah. him because he like he thought he could he could play like tit for tat with these fucking internet people and he decided he wanted to go after some of them on Twitter and was engaging them directly. I'm like, yeah. man, stupid, stupid man. And yeah. with Lindelof, it's like, he just, it's almost like Sean Murray from fucking um, uh, uh, the No Man's Sky thing where he just came out and just like, oh, yeah. someone was like, so does your game have, does your game, he's like, yeah, yeah. it yeah. does. Mm-hmm. You boot it up, a pizza pops out of your TV. Um, mm-hmm. I just said anything, and like everyone was in love. What's your Watchmen show? He's like, it's a sequel, but it's not a sequel, and it's well, an adaptation, but it's not an adaptation. Even <laughs> even past that, like the point where he was in that interview and had the great quote that everybody was using for clickbait, which Damon Lindelof says, "Fuck you to Alan Moore." Like, dude, shut the fuck up you have been involved in the entertainment industry long enough to know what you just said has now potentially torpedoed a lot of interest in this show yeah especially because i guarantee that's where a lot of hate is coming of all the people to like say that about it's like i don't even know like he he's on my kind of mount rushmore of comic book writers but like he's like number one for most people and like dude like yeah which, Which is funny because uh, Zack Snyder, the people, the person everyone likes to throw shit at, has always said, like, no, my hope is that one day Alan Moore takes this home and watches it. And he's like, I would like him to see it. He's like, I want to know what he thinks of it. Um, but he's like, right. I know that'll never happen. He's like, but I'm hopeful. And yeah. Lindelof is like, man, fuck Alan Moore. Like, yeah, it's because Alan Moore doesn't yeah. own a TV or a computer. He just, he just watches a crystal ball. Con- that's not the context of what Lindelof was saying. He was saying, that Alan Moore had a punk rock spirit when he was making this comic and he was saying fuck you to the people who were making comics at the time. Yeah. And Lindelof was trying to say that and I feel like what I'm doing is definitely a punk rock spirit to Watchmen and everything that's going on and if he doesn't like it, well fuck you. Like dude, no. Just no. Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. Like did you not realize all the problems you got into with you started talking like this? Like just <laughs> shut up. Shut up! Yeah. Shut up! Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he yeah he shouldn't say anything. Lindelof in general, he does. <laughs> it's not like he isn't already like associated with a lot of not not failures, but just like uh, well, for a long time um, he was the conundrums. guy. He was for a long time. He was the guy who like he was the face of the we we took the alien out of Alien for Prometheus. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. it's like, oh, who took the face? Who took the face huggers out? At least neomorphs and Damien Lindelof is like, yo, it was me. Like, <laughs> well, he never, he never said that. But I, I, we, we talked about the. I remember something similar to Ridley Scott confirmed this that the writer of that movie originally he was like, there's a lot more aliens, 
and Ridley confirmed that. Like, yeah, there were more, but we took them out because we didn't want it to just be another Alien movie. Um, and if you look at them, again, if you look at the math, um, there's only one person who comes in free there being Neomorphs in it, uh, and that's Lindelof. After he comes in, there are no more Neomorphs. There's nothing. It's just that one big old space ogre thing that shows up. Yeah. Well, and the very end where there's that thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. That that ending that means not a fucking thing now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's completely purposeless. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter at all. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, Besides the fact that Lindelof could have torpedoed this with his fucking running mouth at any given time, this show is above and beyond everything I could have ever wanted yeah. out of it. Well, I would it's, say, oh, it, it, it's so goddamn good. It stepped outside of my expectations and then kicked me in the nuts. Yeah. Like, I would say, of yes, everybody, not ready for I it. I was the most hesitant on liking it, especially after the first episode. But I, you know, I would, I usually oh. give shows three and then. By the third episode, I was like, "All right, I'm all in." But like, I really, the yeah. first episode did not sell you on it. Um, and I like to kind of get into it. But it was like the I get everything that it, the writing wise. I get where it's going. I get the reason to do the race stuff. It's just more of like a I don't mm. need it, which I, I think it's now kind of like. And subsequent episodes is not as big of a thing as I. It felt like it was going to be in the first episode, and you thought it was going to be like a race war for the entire. Yeah, show. that's what it was starting to exactly. feel like. And then I was like, I get why you're going here. I think it's a little easy. And then I also think it like there was so little world building in that first episode. It was like here's the world, and there's no explanations of anything. And it took me well, episode two and three. Well, to kind of explain everything else that's like why things they are- lean on the comics but that's the yes. thing i i think I, that's the thing where i'm like eh they lean on the comics and the assumption that yeah you have at but least there's like all the not it's, read them it's been but 30 them up again it's been 30 years and then like like i wish they sure i'm trying to remember which episode they actually kind of explained the redford stuff i think it's three it's it's three or two one of them but they really and and it's fair enough like they could really go into the redford stuff a little bit more but i think it is like the beginning of three yeah when you're meeting that newspaper guy um who is he supposed to be the kid who's reading the newspaper i mean no, no that, kid got, that kid got atomized. that kid fucking that oh wait, did dead. he get atomized yes yeah everyone yeah, yeah, yeah that's because new york is destroyed in the book basically that's right yeah. that's right i forget about that um yeah, well it's... i confuse the movie and the book yeah. and all that stuff kid dies in the he movie gets... too yeah he's is he like squashed by the Octopus or something I can't remember. It doesn't. It doesn't show what yeah. happens to them in the movie, in, but in the yeah, in, in the, the book is they're just corpses. In the movie, he gets vaporized. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, yeah in, right. right. in the book, though, I seem to remember you do see him and the newspaper guy like hugging each other because of the power of the blast of the squid thing. Getting that's right. Yes, yeah. they're just their their yeah. appearance. Um, yep. that's right. It, it yeah, kind I, of I, it yeah. kind of mimics the uh, lovers from Hiroshima. Yes, that particular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I do think that if that. you have like, if you have even like a passing remembrance of the book or even the movie to some extent, like I think a lot of it is there though. For me, it was. I got the <laughs> Redford thing immediately well, once I remembered. That's right. Redford was supposed to be running for president. Yeah, I guess like it wasn't like Redford running for president. It was like when the kid stands up and goes like, "Oh, Redford's." I'm like. 
All right, well, what has happened? Yeah, red ferations. Yeah, I was like, what has yes, happened sure. where this is going on? Like, it's just like, oh, this is the world where, like, yeah. And, like, why is this going on? And it takes the episode three to be like, oh, it's like, it's reparations, like, of any racial. I, I guess I'm just very willing to, I'm very willing to just fill in the gaps myself until they <laughs> fill them in for me. Yeah, so, like, guess, yeah, okay. Yeah, we, just... we talk about reparations in our world all the time and what that would mean and giving people who are uh descended of slavery of slaves giving them reparations that's a conversation that happens all the time same thing with native americans and okay this is a world where that happened i put the pieces together i didn't really need to know exactly who or why i was just like that i could see that in this alternate universe where anything is possible um well it's it's and i i don't know it's an idea that I haven't fully formed yet or been able to explain properly, but in a way it's, it's twisting on its ear. Some of the ideas of cops being absolutely terrible people, which don't get me wrong. They are being presented as that now, but they kind of mm-hmm. do a bait and switch here in the beginning where they're like, Oh, well, the cops are ones who are being hunted and it's not racially motivated, but if it involves mm-hmm. the police nowadays, it definitely has that tinge to it. But then you're finding out that oh wait the cops are just as bad as yeah. they've always been. Well, yeah, and the flip you is don't that know who they are. In this, the cops in this yeah. town are mostly black, and the people who are getting quote unquote like what would you say that's subjugated, but like victimized, victimized are victimized. Yeah, yeah, are like the poor white whites. people. Yeah. So I was like, which oh no, I felt like again which, in the first one I was like I felt like leaning on the race stuff was like kind of an easy thing. I get why it makes sense. Like for a writing standpoint right. to go there, I just like. But then again, like I said, like once it got to episode two and three, I was like, okay, like it filled out a little bit more for me. Um, well, and I I think it's also it's tying in to show the conflict that um that uh, Regina King's character is having. Yes, is that she's been a police officer her whole life and a masked one at that. Like, I, so her now having to see like, oh wait you know, these things that people that I respected and who are in power have been doing for centuries, you know, this is what I'm involved with, whether I meant to meant to or not, like, especially with the big reveal of, was that the second episode? Yeah, it was after, it was after the end of the second episode. Yeah. Yeah. What she, what she finds in the, uh, in the police chief's closet. Like that ties in his fucking clan hood. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I like that they're not, they're not being, they haven't done in like a flashback where they explain exactly the context of that. They're leaving it very vague as to what that actually yeah. means. Well, it goes to like forward. my theory of the whole show of what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And I think it's almost like a retelling of the original series. I think you're, I, I think it is. Yes, Cause I think yeah. The, yeah, the chief is the comedian. Yeah. Regina King yeah. is no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Angela yeah. is a night owl. I think no, she's Warshak. No, no, she's no, Warshak. no. Looking Glass is Warshak. No, she's no, she's Warshak. And Cosmonaut pointed this out. She sees the world in black and white. That's yeah. see, that's the, she that's and her. she and she also she has an attitude very similar to his. See, I think it's yes. I think Looking Glass is because uh, the previews for episode five, he's in like all the conspiracy theory stuff. He's he is he's things that he like is. yeah, but I think I think I think Looking Glass is supposed to be an inversion of Rorschach, and I think yeah, Regina King's character is supposed to be the one who has the most in common with him. Yes. Okay, I think that that's that's sort of what they're going for is 
it's not the hit guy who you would think would be Calvary, who's who actually seems to not be Calvary. He's he's a conspiracy theorist, but he's not. He doesn't seem overly conservative, and he seems to really hate these racist dudes mm-hmm. that he has to deal with. Um, versus, but it's Regina King who's is the character that you would assume you're supposed to connect with and you're supposed to be on the side of. She is the Rorschach because she, again, she See, believes. I guess it's like in my mind that her Rorschach isn't the main Rorschach character of the I book. Want. So he totally is. No. Yeah. I, Night yeah, Owl. He is. What? Night Owl. You. It's character. his person. What you it, follow? It, XP. There are multiple that story. None of actually, they're kind none of none of them. None of them are, but like none of them are, but all of them are. If there's a POV character, though, if there's like one who you're consistently going back to, it is Rorschach. He's the person. I think he's the. A lot of that story, a lot of story, comes through his filter and goes through his his like his fucking brain, his narration. Like, yeah, I think it's more like his parts are so memorable. And you forget yes. what Night Owl goes through, but like part of what? No, because Night Owl is not the one giving you fucking internal monologues, and it's not yeah. Night Owl's journal that gets fucking no. dropped into the end. And that's how this whole story gets told to people to begin with. But it's, Night, it's, Night Owl has like a is, whole bunch of like stories in there, and it's a lot about his relationship with Laurie, and and sure. just his relationship with being a superhero and being a successor to somebody else who was also a costume yep. person. Yeah. Which I think I mean yeah. that's all in there. Yeah, which is why like yeah. when we like the information we find out, I'm like, I feel like there's a little bit more of Night Owl in there, which I would say like the other character in episode four, I think is going to be our um Vite. Um oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. and I yeah, think it's... actually Azimandeus yeah. is our Doctor Manhattan. Uh, no, uh, no, I, I, no, I I don't mean that I he is actually Doctor Manhattan. I mean he is the Doctor Manhattan of the story. I think I he will serve a similar purpose. That's my a similar role. My my yes. whole thing with Oz, Ozymandias is that he's he's going to be the way that that Doctor Manhattan actually gets brought back into the scene. Like See, he's going yes. to because if any of you people don't believe he's on Mars, you're fucking oh. They, they I, say, wait, do you mean Ozzy? Do you mean yes? Yes, he's on Mars. It, Yes, I. So there are a lot of things see, that could be. I don't know. I, After episode I, four, I don't know if he's on Mars. Why? Yeah. Mm, I. I don't see. No, how here's he the thing. Be. I'm not saying. Here, here's the thing. I think you might be right, Eric, but I think that there are a million other things that are very similar that it could be. What? Could what else could it be? Well, the, my big he could be it. And he could be in hell. No, That's I don't a, think so. No. Totally. Impossible. I would say no. There's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. There's a statue in episode four that told me like, that that makes me think that he's not on Mars because of the way it looks. Yeah. And some of the things but he that's... says, he says he's only, well, like, I'm mm-hmm. trying not to, do we care how much we spoil some things? No, let's try to be yeah. He says specifically it's... how long he has been where he has been. And so that makes yeah. me make it feel like and he also references that things are not of his doing that and i don't see why dr manhattan would do those things and he's the only one that i put him on mars because if if vite was left to his own devices at this point he would have ended up spilling the beans well i'm not saying he's at his own devices i don't think it was i think he's in a like a prison thing i just don't think it was i no longer think it was dr manhattan that put him there yeah, I don't uh, think it's who, Dr. Manhattan. Who put him there? The, 
Do you, you don't know. I think it could. We'll find I, out. I think it's the Ozymandias of this show. I think with episode three, with you having seen him launch one of his clones into into the air, but if you noticed, he had rope tied around him. There is no goddamn way on any world that he had enough rope to have him go into even lower Earth orbit. So my guess is that because Mars isn't terraformed, that's where he is, and he's just in a bubble that John has specifically put onto Mars to hold and him I, there. And I just put a picture in the chat of what Dr. Manhattan was building on that TV uh, in the quick and shot it was in episode one. Castle. It's, it is the it, it is exactly the same structure. Yep. Okay. Okay. And, <laughs> it, and it's mean, the yeah. structure okay. that the kid was building in the bedroom when uh King's character came in to talk to him about oh, oh, I did not pick that up. Yeah. Which then how does he I know that? I didn't notice that. He doesn't. I think it was just coincidence. I mean, I, did, I don't I think, think there are... the castle was similar. But this is this is Lindelof, and I don't think he's gonna make the lost mistake again. Like I think he I think he has learned his lesson about yeah. that particular show and yeah, but now I don't know, it could the, be misleading. The other the other thing potentially is that Vite's prison on Mars, which I'm still going with, because fuck all you. Um what we're uh-huh. seeing Dr. Manhattan doing in the beginning, because that was episode one when you see Manhattan building that, am I correct? Yes, yeah, it was one. That is what's actually happening now. Vite actually what we're seeing is all taking place in the past. And that was that was that was Dr. Manhattan finally deciding, all right, I'm sick of this shit by whatever whatever Vite did. I mean that's just that's just my running theory at this point. One of one of two, but I'm still one hundred percent sold on him being on Mars. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Yeah. Time travel could play a part in all this. Yeah. Um, well, I don't I don't even think they're gonna go into time travel. Thing, I because, think they will though, because they're very clearly emphasizing time. Well, I think they are but season. But and I know John that's part has, of a larger theme, but But John had never shown in both the comics well, he and the movie the ability to travel Well he doesn't time. need to. He, he can exists in thirty time. years ago he, he can, didn't. He can see <laughs> through time, but he can't but he can't travel through time. That was and thirty I, years ago. I but I still think I still think you're forgetting that that John was a scientist and time right. travel just was not has never been a well, possibility. Here's That's, my other thought. If it's a possibility for any character though. Yes. For any character. Well, the, know, they're the only two characters I that would say could do it. <sighs> I just but if you look at the technology, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm I'm monopolizing this. I, if you look at the technology fights He's working with a trebuchet. He's working with something well, he has to wind up. Yes, that's like, one thing. There's also another item he is working with that is science. But, and in episode four, though, that's the thing. Yes, there's science and infinite, but he still has to crank things up for that to work. Well, it's like there's steampunk. Large... But, like, why yeah. would Dr. Manhattan allow him to have that? And that's the whole because thing. Is like, would... I don't think that he would also have the other aspect that we see in episode four with that other machine. That doesn't well, seem like a, Dr. So there's Manhattan. Also, there's all these other, there's all these He's... other little intricacies that, to me, don't feel like again. But, but my my other point about well, it's been thirty years, so things could have changed. Is I don't see him like, well, this is how you'll get your clones: a lake of 
babies that you have to steal from the bottom of this lake that that I, you have to then put into a well, machine. Here's, I could. Um, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Lou. Sorry. And I, I think, I, I like, I think episode four's opening and the character is Lady True. I think there's a lot of stuff with her character that we see that ties in because there's like the thing mm-hmm. where she does the thing with the people. And then they're leaving, and then a thing falls from the sky. I'm trying. I know. This is. I'm trying to be very big. Stupid being this big. Um, this is where something falls from the sky, and she's like, "That's mine." What if that is one of the something that fight is doing, and she's collecting? Sure. And he's like, "Because my thought is like, she has a statue, and it's like, how does she have it where it looks like that?" Because because yeah. he he wasn't pronounced dead until it was a couple years like a couple years ago in this in this particular timeline because of that agent mm-hmm. and also I we don't know how long he was technically yeah. on the and with again with that sure. character in episode four my guess is I think that she and her daughter are the same person and that they are, oh yeah they are there's cloning going mm-hmm. on. And I think it 100%. all ties back to, especially because like those two characters are from Vietnam, the stuff in the book mm-hmm. with Dr. Manhattan and comedian yep. in Vietnam. And I think she's trying to get him down here to kill him. Whoa. Yeah. Oh shit. I, yeah. I think yeah, that no, could, that's, yeah, that's a good call. Well, okay. So, so with the whole lady true thing, this is why I think it, I think lady true is most likely the person behind all that. That's my thought. Uh, yeah. Well, and one part of, of it oh, is that if if they're setting her up to be like Vite 2.0, she would want Vite out of the way. She would, she would. If anybody would be able to figure out her plan, it would be him, and he would try and stop her. Probably, um, I would assume, because he's clearly obsessed with John. Um, as we see, in as we play. see in the show, yes, yeah, yeah, like he he clearly has like a fanboy thing, which feels like an expansion of him because he does say in the books at one point that he wants to be John. Well, that's yeah. something. To that. My thought was it like, kind of a, when we first saw the machine, I was like, oh, is he trying to remake the experiment that created John for himself? Uh, Wait, yeah. Which which machine? The one that he he the mi- it, it turned into the, the record. Yeah, it turned into the microwave. Yeah, the record thing. But yeah. it looks like yeah. the machine. Mm-hmm. And again, we saw the play. It, I'm like, is he working on a way to make himself what happened to John? Or to um, I, is that I his know. name? I I think he's just obsessed with that moment. Yes, he's obsessed with that. Well, it's when the like, world he changed. Sees that I think yeah. he's like, obsessed yeah. with him because he's the only. In- life he had any contact with ever since he's been playing. Mm-hmm. It's the Superman. It's like I'm the strong I'm the on Earth yeah. like there's a fucking god walking around and I exactly. to compare to him. It's like somebody watching the first atom bomb like footage of the first atom bomb over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's like this moment means something. It released some energy into the Which, world and I and I am focused on I it. Ju- I don't want to um, end without talking about like I love my favorite thing that they've done and what's holding on the show is what they've done with Lori and the actress playing her yeah. is fucking killing it. And, and how she's, the, how she's accepted that she's the comedian's daughter and she identifies as Lori Blake. Yes. 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 Well, she's becoming him also. She's yes, slowly she becoming her father, which I love. I love that so she much. Um, 
like when she was younger, she was more like her mom, and she's slowly developing into him. And it's it's a fantastic arc for a character to go through. Um, and they've they I think they've done it fantastically well. Where I believe it completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, also, I also know that there's uh, that uh, Senator Keen shows up. Um, wait, he's he's Keen, but what is his position now? He's he's a senator. Okay, he's a senator. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he makes it. A- he makes a quip to Lori because Lori has a pet owl in a cage. Uh, yes. He makes a quip to Lori. He says, I can even get that owl out of the cage. And I'm assuming he's directly mm-hmm. referencing yes. Dan. Yeah, because they yes. basically say, yeah, because yeah. Rorschach is dead. She's an FBI agent. Dan is in, and he's prison. in prison. Yeah, the, all the characters well, are accounted for from the book. Oh, I didn't well, catch the real, Dan being in prison part. Yeah, yeah I never qu- caught that. Real quick, there was a, there's a volume. It's been really, they did a really good job. They Soundtrack from Watchmen. Um, I didn't get yeah, you any of that. Um, okay. no, 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 no. Oh, um, and they uh, they released the uh, soundtrack, um, and they did it in a way that it's not like the actually released as a record band from that, but it's just mm-hmm. the official soundtrack. And there was information in the liner notes, which part of that was explaining what's going on in the world, things, how Dan Night Owl went to jail in the 70s because he refused to work with the government over the superheroes as opposed to what Laurie did. You're 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 cutting in and out. Yeah. Really. So I think what you said but was I, that I think I got Dan that. went to jail for not working with the government. Yes. But when? Cuz the book yes. takes place in the 80s. Um well, it was it was like 10 or 15 years after okay. like everything went on. Sorry. Is that better? Yes. Can you actually hear yeah. me? Now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Um, but yeah, it also brings up like part of the reason Vite had to, he, he basically went broke was because all of the stuff that happened with, with the squid and all that, a lot of people became ludites and all the study stuff that he had his money involved in, which was battery powered and was mm. going to be a reinvention of the internet and whatnot. So he had to start anew, and basically a lot of the stuff that people are using now are just re reinvented versions of his original inventions that he then remarketed public. Yeah, well, if that you was look some at the, the world, I'm trying to like. There's house phones, and there's. Mm-hmm. Have we seen anybody playing with a cell phone at all? No, no. just these very high tech. Um, yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's like a TV, yeah. but they're not like, I don't remember it being like a big flat screen. Mm-mm. No. The they only, have a the lot only, of projectors. Yeah. the only uh, real major, the only real major like technology that we've seen is electric cars. Yeah. And the stuff and that was existed. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the cars existed in the comic mm-hmm. too. There were yeah. electric cars in there. Um, lots of holograms also. So, yes. There was yeah. a, Oh shit! There was well, there were two other things. Well, there was one other thing that I really wanted to to get at, and it the uh, the character that uh, Connor, you know who uh, Lewis Gunn Jr.'s character at this point, don't you? Who who he is within? I would just want to say I did not even know he was Lewis Gossick Jr. until I looked at the IMDb. I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't either until I saw something about like the episode after I had already formulated this. Um, actually, this wasn't even mine. This was a friend brought this up. So. The character that Lou Gossett Jr. is playing, his theory is that he's hooded just. I feel like that was fairly obvious from the first is it? episode. From I feel first, like it was. I, he, he's, he's, watching, who is, okay. he's hooded who? 
He's watching Hooded the Bass Justice. Reeves oh. footage of him dressed up as Hooded Justice, basically, arresting f- a white cop who is secretly a KKK member. To me, that was very telegraphed. But that, but that wasn't... Well, oh, you're talking about the film he was watching when he was a kid. Yes. Yeah. To see, me, that was, that was very clear to I me. Don't, I don't feel like that's been telegraphed at all. Like, I think I think it would be a nice tie in to everything, which Connor, if he doesn't know, if you don't know who he is at this point, I don't want to say anything more because it is a pretty good, pretty good cover or a good, like, circular nature to the entire show. Um, yeah, I don't know um, everything yet, but I'm still piecing together. But I, I've I thought about the Hooded Justice thing. And I'm not sure if it if it lines up yet. It, it, yeah, it worked for me. It, well, here's I the thing. It. I also thought so. that Hooded Justice was a fucking strong man who was found drowned well, in a fucking river. No, that's the thing. The they, sh- they talk about that. Is episode two? Go ahead, Lou. Mm-hmm. I think opens yeah. with that. Yeah, they're they're watching the uh, the you know history of the Watchmen and whatnot, and they have the person who's being Hooded Justice in this docudrama saying like, "Yeah, there's this guy in the river. Yeah, that's not actually me." And something mm-hmm. in the comics, because I went back and then looked at the wiki on Hooded Justice for the comics, and it's the same thing. He was never unmasked. There was always yep. a suspicion that he was the Russian strongman, but it was never proven 100% that that was actually him. Okay. So yeah. he could very easily be a, a man who was, was an African-American man. Um, and, well, and the, the other that, part of it is that, like, Mm-hmm. A lot of the uh, artistic renditions of Hooded Justice, like, mm-hmm. see the skin around his eyes. And he's, yeah, you do. He's very you Caucasian. Do. You yeah. do. Um, but um, once, yeah, yeah, I'm reading one of the, like, the wiki. interpretations. And they go yeah. into it, I guess, in the book, and when they're talking about um, uh, Night Owl's predecessor in his book that he did, like, mm-hmm. Under the Hood. And he said that mm-hmm. he killed Hooded Justice, but then they find out that the person he killed it wasn't, wasn't him. him. And it was a mm-hmm. serial killer who was a Nazi that killed a bunch of kids and also yep. raped wow. and killed Silhouette's sister. Yep. Oh. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. It's, that could be a very good opening. And it would make a lot of sense based on what he's wearing. He's wearing a, a what would yeah. kind of look like a clansman outfit without all the rope that he's wearing, including a noose around his neck. It's also reverse colors. Yeah. It's a black costume. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And again, so. I, I, I really thought the Bass Reeves thing, to me, that telegraphed it. Like, Because I know who Bass Reeves is. Bass Reeves is a, if you know anything about Western history, like he's an important figure and he's a black cowboy who I believe he ha- held a record for the number of people that he brought in and shot. And like, that immediately clicked with me. Was, oh, okay, so he's supposed to be Hooded Justice. I thought it was footage oh, yeah. of Hooded Justice at first. I didn't think that it was a film somebody else was watching. I see, thought it I, was just like a movie about Hooded Justice that somebody made see, uh, about I think, his like, I th- origin. I feel like that was also then playing on the whole idea of what happened with Don Johnson's character. Yes. And right. how you find out yes. the guy that you thought was blah, blah. So, I mean, I know it's Lindelof. He's not going to, he's not going to be that obvious with his telegraphing. Like there's obviously more to it, but yeah, I didn't know that about that particular character or person that you're talking about. So yeah. that makes a lot of sense. But yeah. Uh, and, do, uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. else we really want to hit on or do we want to try and wrap no, up? The only thing I was going to add to that uh, is like, I feel like it helped like the paper that the dad got when he was in Germany 
like mm-hmm. is really interesting and i feel like there's gonna that's gonna come back around because that was an interesting yeah thing. yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that will come back in some way they well i mean this isn't really a spoiler they establish that william took the name reeves at some point he named he took that last name as his mm-hmm. last name when he was a cop in new york um yep. which for me was just like okay well it's definitely him. He took the name of again a prominent black sheriff yes. from the 1800s, and you don't do that unless there's some reason or meaning behind that for you. So, oh, yeah. did they um, say where in New York he was a cop? They no, just, I don't think they, they did. just say apparently. So look, this is at the wiki thing for her to justice. In autumn 1938, there was an attempted assault and robbery in Queens where a man and his girlfriend were walking home from a theater. A gang of men tried to uh, take their values and physically abuse the man. Um, okay. And basically, a hooded figure, a masked figure, came out, disarmed them, and beat them um, that they had to be uh, hospitalized. So the hooded, the, um, hooded justice's first appearance is in New York. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it all it, to me it all fits. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I had to mute out there. The dogs were going nuts. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else really. Um, did anybody else have any other theories to like hit on quick or? Yeah, it's the only the only thing I saw, and I don't know how it all connects. But uh, if you noticed in the beginning of the or when they show the body of what you're supposed to believe or is supposed to be hooded justice, he's missing his left shoe. And mm-hmm. Don Johnson's character was missing his left shoe. Oh. When he was hanging. Okay. I don't know what that means, if anything at all, but once again, I don't think it would be put there if it didn't have some sort of connection. Which yeah, then okay. could also... Yeah. could be a red herring. Which yeah. could also... It could be, but it could also be then connected to the outfit that he had. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I do have one last thing. Um, do we think the Rorschachs and their... Whatever they're doing with batteries oh, yeah. is going to play in at all, or is it just a red herring? Um, it's No, they're could, making bombs. Could, no, but they're, they're trying to make, make a very actually, specific bomb. Yeah, right, I, but does it play into Lady True's plan, I guess? Are they... Well, a sort of uh, a, a fake ISIS, or as it were, being funded by Keen and Lady True, or are they just a separate well, plot altogether? I was, I think it's definitely Keen and Lady True because one of the things I read about, because Lady True, if I remember correctly from what I read, is that she's actually based on someone of Vietnamese historical note, and she was a famous warrior, and she would wear yellow to draw her enemies to her and if you notice something that's a running theme with the cops is they all wear yellow on their faces Mm -hmm. and Mm. that could make them targets then for the group that she and keen are funding yeah i definitely do think he i definitely think he's involved with it because to help him become president yeah which what's her Mm -hmm. name and it will further his plot yes and yeah and i think he is being used by lady true i can see that also, yeah. to uh, connect back to the specific batteries they're using, um, remember she said she's building a giant clock. Those batteries were predominantly from watches. Used in watches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's where I, I think, think the connection yeah. is. There. I think that thing is to build a clock to tick down to bring Manhattan to Earth. John Beck. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that is not far off at all. Yeah. 
And we're yeah. almost halfway through the series, the first season already, which is fucking crazy. But I love it. Yeah. Oh, um, Lindelof has said he only wants to do this one season. Oh, I mean, I, 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 love, said that. I yeah. love that idea. He, he also said that about the leftovers. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. But like, I, I like, I, mean, I like when shows have a finality be, and like yeah, they know where they're much like how Legion did. And I like shorter seasons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's nothing that they really need to do because uh, I like the way that they're connecting this back to the Minutemen because the Minutemen they play a they're they're certainly part of the Watchmen. I would you could almost say like they're half of the story. Really, their story has as much to do with it. Um, but connecting back to it and really using characters that maybe were side characters in those flashbacks and making them main characters that was that's just a very interesting place to go with it. And it yep. allows you to make something that is a sequel, but not a sequel at the same time. Um, which is, again, I understand the not being able to put that into words correctly. Um, but again, he should have just shut up and mm-hmm. not said anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been much better that way. Um, but yeah, like I just, I like everything they're doing with this, but I don't think that they need more. Same time, if they have a good idea for how to do a season two, sort of in the vein of Fargo, which this really does remind me of i yeah. would be okay with that but they have to have the idea first yes not just jump into well, that it and, like, and be like gonna, we're doing season two if you're gonna do this um, it should be like jump either back to the past or do like another group of sure. characters like i don't want to see these people again no yeah no. yeah we don't need these people after this at no. all no we just need to watch that guy who greases himself up Yes. There's a lot of us talking. Connor's only seen the first episode and a half, but yeah, I, I feel I feel that we we cut him off a little bit. Uh, well, well, he also his didn't help that my fucking met. microphone decided I just did, wasn't going to participate. Yeah, so oh, it sounds like cool. your internet is also not doing well. So yeah, um, okay. Well, I think we kind of did closing thoughts. So do we want to do? plugs or yeah i'm gonna keep my plug short and sweet because i'm fucking tired and thankfully we we burned through all the event-based stuff for movie dumpster so far so um season two is almost over um because we only have a handful of episodes left the the end of the year and before we uh go into season three we're doing bi-weekly episodes because it allows us more time to record uh record and edit um, so yeah, we just recorded an episode for, well, I guess I spoiled it in the beginning, but we didn't tell anybody else we're doing Terminator Salvation, but, um, the people who listen to this don't listen to Movie Dumpster. <laughs> 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 um, even though I plug this, uh, every time we do a recording, but, um, we covered the, pretty much the entire franchise from start to finish. Joe actually marathoned all of them. Oh. Uh, up until about 30 minutes of Dark Fate and then had to, he got uh, a little distracted and obviously he wasn't watching it in the movie theater um but uh you know who wants to fucking pay for something when you're not really sure if you're gonna love it but um we talked in depth about how salvation's the only movie in the series that tries anything new and how and kind of the similar conversation to what we had here about why this movie tanked um yeah and then we have blood rage coming up that's um like the only other thanksgiving themed slasher film in existence uh, you'd think there'd be more than two. <laughs> there really isn't. Um, 
and then a couple of holiday movies, and then we're done. And uh, my holiday pick this year is uh, Prancer from the 90s about one of fucking Santa's reindeer that falls in some town and Abe Vigoda is a veterinarian. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me just pull Scotch. On it. And, uh, yeah, I feel like um, you then have to do Good Burger so you can connect a Vagoda and then the we, Keenan Kel movie. Do you th- do you think we're not doing Good Burger at some point next year? We just <laughs> we just did Keenan and Kel. Fucking that that Halloween special was the series finale of that show. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Um, and it doesn't feel like one either. It just feels like a Halloween special, and then the show just went away, just like Kel's uh, um, career. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, well, he, he, well, he died shortly after. No, he he movie. had one shot, and it was Mystery Men, and he was not great in it, even though it's a fun movie. It is a fun movie. Um, uh, that's it. I don't have anything else to plug because I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta yeah. take it. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, Lost Haro podcast is also sort of wrapping up. Uh, we're doing a Mike Flanagan episode. <sighs> um, so that will be interesting now with everything that's happened. Um, but yeah, we're we're doing that. Uh, we're probably gonna do some Star Wars stuff because Eric Sayor cares about Star Wars. Um, so we're gonna do some Star Wars stuff. Um, and uh, probably maybe a Christmas thing. But uh, other than that, uh, season two of Lost Harrow podcast will be ending as well. So. Listen to those and uh, past episodes with, I believe, everybody that's on here except for Lou. I don't think we've had him on yet. Nope. Um, so yeah, go 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 do that. And uh, I think that's all I got. Just a quick side note too, mentioning that Eric wants to do Star Wars. It's now the perfect time to revisit them because they're all available in 4K on Disney Plus. 4K Ultra uh, HD. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Eric Fedorchek. You can find me at Eric underscore Fedor. There are pictures of dogs and cats and comics and most recently a lot of stuff. Trip to Florida, which was awesome, even though Universal should Universal Orlando should be burned to the ground. There's <laughs> nothing good there except for except for Harry Potter stuff. That pales in comparison to the Pandora rides at uh, at Animal Kingdom. Um also floating around the Phantom Zone. I do things there, I say things, whatever. It is what it is. Um and another thing because of disney plus all you should be choking their servers by watching every episode of gargoyles on repeat because that show is amazing <laughs> and deserves all the love it should get and didn't get at the time because the animation in that is actually close to batman the animated series level i had all of the toys yes that show was so good and it just kind of i went watched out. it religiously it, uh, it went out yeah. on a dull fart well, so people yeah, don't remember watch fox kids was like the like the highest level of cartoons at that time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So Smallville Chronicles were in season five. We just recorded our episode. Where we covered the hundredth episode of the show, not ours, but of Smallville. Um, check that out. That'll be coming out soon. And then the comic show and now comics, we, this week will be our second uh, part of crisis on infinite earth kind of, um, read through and talking about and a little bit of comic book theater which we sort of fell into in the last one and uh yeah look forward to that hopefully some of you guys can be on and play some characters uh yeah if if i could somehow make more hours yeah yeah 
anyways, uh, I guess that's it, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 The plus. Bye. Bye, my bathwater. <laughs> and go get the plus.